Lose the Cape Podcast, Episode 55. Welcome to the Lose the Cape Podcast, where we get real with busy moms and talk about how they survive their daily juggle. If you are a busy mom who believes in the idea of moms helping moms with tips, tools, and resources to survive, this is the podcast for you. Happy Monday morning. It's February 6th, and uh, we just had Groundhog's Day last week, and I'm sorry for anyone who is stuck with six more weeks of winter. We never really got winter here in South Carolina. I mean, it's gotten cold a couple of times, but yeah, we don't really feel your pain. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I cannot commiserate with you, but I'm not sorry either. Sorry. Not sorry. Anyway, I digress. So on Mondays, I'm still finishing up all of the episodes that I have recorded pre-Aubrey, so I'm sorry you don't get her uh, wonderful voice in our interview today. Uh, She'll be back on Wednesday, though, so never fear. And today, we are talking with Trish Russell. Um, It was a really interesting conversation with her. We have a lot of common, uh, just commonalities in general. And she is an implementation specialist, which was perfect timing for me because I'm one of those people who loves to buy courses and to sign up for things and to have all these big grand ideas, and then I have a problem implementing them. Does anybody feel my pain? So she is an implementation specialist and we talk a lot about how you go from deciding what it is you want to do and actually getting it done and the steps and the process that you take to do that. So it's a great interview. Uh, She's a lot of fun. Got a whole bunch of other fun stuff in there as well. And I hope you enjoy the show. Today's episode of the Lose the Cape podcast is sponsored by the Boss Mom Academy. I've talked a lot about the Boss Mom Academy, but I want you to know... If you haven't heard me brag about it before, what a difference it has made to not only be mentored by Dana Malstaff herself, but to be in a community of like-minded women who are at the same place in their life where they're growing their business and their families simultaneously. Dana has extended her um, academy to three different levels now, and she's really doing some great things to make sure that no matter where you are in your business, you can find a place and a way to benefit from all her wonderfulness that she offers. If you'd like more information, hop on over to losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 55 and you'll see the ginormous banner for the Boss Mom Academy. Click there and it'll take you where you need to go. And now my interview with Trish Russell. That's a really, really cool backdrop. I wish I had a cute little coffee shop like that to run to. So how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Crazy. Well, we're moms, so it's always crazy. It's always crazy when you're a mom. So um, tell me a little bit about you. I am new to the entrepreneur scene. Um, so that's my big thing. I always like to tell people I'm a year in, so it's a lot of fun. I'm at that yeah. fun stage. Um, let's see. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I live in the Midwest right now, but I have no roots. Um, did I see that you were in uh, Cedar Rapids was that you that in your bio or mm, someone else must have been someone else mm -hmm, that sounds lovely (laughs) (laughs) I'm in Peoria Illinois like the Midwest Midwest yes I know where Peoria is when I was in the Air Force um, I was deployed with the Peoria guard guys so what branch were you in I was Air Force I was in the Air Force too are you? Yeah, you that's in the Air Force. I did intelligence. Me too. 
Where, where were you, when were you in? Um, two so bad. When was I in? 2005 to 2010. Okay, so see, I came in in 2001 and left in 2007. So, okay, yeah. oh, that's so funny. Uh, yeah. I love it. I yeah. heard you. I was listening to your podcast last week and I heard you say something like deployed families. I was like, oh, she's connected to the mouth. Like she gets it. Yes, I get it. Is your, like, you get it, get it. Is your husband uh, military as well? He is, uh, he was Navy before we met and now he's um, AGR for the Illinois Guard. Okay, cool. What's he do? He thankfully is a almost 40 year old paper pusher. Nice. Um, <laughs> with the CAV. Okay. Yeah. During their, they're supposed to deploy a couple of years ago, and he was a forward observer at the time. And I'm like, really? You've already done. You know, you've deployed already. You don't need to be that. Like, yeah, and forward observer, not good. I know, <laughs> not good. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. So I was, I my first duty assignment was uh, at Pope, which is closed now, Air Force Base, and I was with the C-130s. So I was deployed. The Peoria sent their C-130s with us to the desert. So yeah. Those guys okay. were awesome. Yes, I was with um, my big duty station. I ended up at tech school, a couple, like, you know, the whole schooling. Yeah. So my only duty station was Scott, but, uh -huh. I, but I did two deployments. Yeah, so, cool. Um, Very cool. I love big fat aircrafts. <laughs> Me too. In fact, you know, it's so funny. I don't know if it's because I've been doing interviews with military spouses lately or what that I've been really reminiscing about my time, but I had a dream that like just like two or three nights ago that I was um, back in the Air Force and I was on a C-17 base <laughs> time. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm back with the heavies. <laughs> and for anybody who was listening to this and was never in the military, they're like, what are these two goons talking about? We went way off topic. And for those of you who've never been in the Air Force, heavies are just really big cargo aircraft. So, and we love yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, well, wonderful. All right. So, what, okay. So you're one year into entrepreneur. So what yes. is your business? I am an implementation expert. So what I do is I help women really focus on that one intentional step that is going to get them moving toward their, their goals, their dreams, and the way they desire for their life. And so um, I started off with a, a course and I realized the course is great, but it just wasn't enough time to really help with the mindset change and build that confidence and really encourage them to do what it is they want to do. So uh, morphed into a membership site and then um, we'll be doing like group coach, like small group coaching and one-on-one -on -one, uh, for 2017. And I just love it. I just working with them on defining what that next step is because I think as busy mamas, we, cause that's my target. I also work with, um, gals who are new to the work scene as well. They don't have a, they may not have a family, they may not have kids, but they're just right. overwhelmed. Right. And so I work with those that are just really, I want to do this, but how am I going to find the time? And yeah. so we find that time right away. And I really, really focus on that one step because I think if you take one step every day, you feel empowered, you get, you build your confidence and then you start being encouraged to make more time and more space and say no and just things shift. Absolutely. Or well, I have so many things to say to you. <laughs> no, it's so funny. Well, the first thing is I, I agree with you completely. Breaking things down into small chunks is 
that's what I do. I, I coach writers as well. And that's what we do with coaching the writers because a lot of people want to write a book, but they get so scared about the big picture, about all the things that they have to do to get from A to published that they forget that it's as simple as just sitting down and taking 20 minutes a day to write. Just do that. <laughs> and then worry about the other stuff. But yeah, but no, it's, it's so funny that you should come along right now um, because... I was talking with some of the girls in the Boss Mom Academy and um, and we there are like four of us in there who have serious implementation problems, like oh. serious implementation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I define myself as serious impl implementation issues. I have no shortage of ideas, knowledge, expertise, all that kind of stuff out the yin yang, but mm -hmm. what but like actually like making it happen, it's hard. And we were talking about the shiny object syndrome and how we'll see like, you know, this course and we're like, oh my gosh, I need to learn how to use a, I don't know, name a program that I don't really need in my daily business right now. And you buy this thousand dollar course and then you never touch it. And it's like, what just happened? What exactly. an implementation problem. So talk to me about that. Okay. Um, the first thing I always start with is like, what are you wanting? You know, I think a lot of times the shiny object is rooted in the, well, I think I need to be doing this. I see, I see my friend doing it and she's doing great. Or, you know, like you said, a couple, there's a group. So you're wanting to move, you're wanting to grow, you're wanting to be the best version of yourself and be able to serve your clients. When we forget that what we already know is pretty, pretty amazing. Right. Like we are really smart and we really knowledgeable. And so we, I really, I work with them in order. Okay. What's the one thing you want to do in the next 30 days? Like what's the one thing you're focused on? And then let's write that down every single day. Cause you're going to need to remind yourself because there is going to be the pretty shiny object in your, and it might be really good. Actually, it might be something that will make you better. So then what do you need to give up? in order to make that happen and so tangibly we look at your like we, we decide on a goal like is it money is it branding is it marketing is it time with your family like what is your number one thing right now and then if they decide on business because some of my clients they decide that it's family and then they need to let go of some stuff and redirect and that kind of thing um so it's always it's all over the map and so implementing with where you're at and your boss mom ladies is okay so what is the one thing you're wanting to do and then what time of day are you going to do that? Like for real, non-negotiable. And it may not be every day. Maybe it's on Mondays and Wednesdays from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. Well, yeah, right. That's when kids are up. Um, from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. I have to get up an hour early. I can do it twice a week. That's if I buy this course, that's when I'll get it done. Right. And then if I can't make that time happen, then you say no for now. And that's the cool thing. It's only no for now. That's right. And so then we list out like what those, what is it? Like, what is it you're wanting to do? Like, is it a course you're wanting to do? Is it a certain amount of clients? I know you just closed out your course. Yep. <laughs> and so for, so for you, say if you're my client, I would say everything else is on hold for the next 30 days as you right. just pour into your gals. Anything else is a no. So that makes it really easy, actually. For you. It's like, anything else is just a no. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, if you, but if you have space, I, I, I ask, okay, if you're going to do this, where will it go? And it doesn't have to be every day and you don't have to just take a bunch of stuff off, but you do have to find more than an hour a week if it's going to be like a new course or right. 
a new venture in your business. Right. And that is a way to, I don't know if that helps. Yeah, it does. I was um, going to ask if you had any particular tools or resources that you recommend to people to help them schedule those things out. I love my reminder on my phone. I know (laughs) it sounds crazy, but it frees up my brain space. Yeah. If chores, like I haven't hired anyone out for housework. I have hired some out for some childcare because that's my first need. So I just have a reminder for sweeping twice a week and putting a load of laundry in every day, but then I don't have to think about it. It's there. Right. The other thing I think is really important as a resource is an accountability partner, like a legit one, not just, right. That's great. Alexa, that's going to be one. No, like for real. (laughs) Sit down. (laughs) I'm going to chew your butt if you don't finish this up. (laughs) That kind of accountability partner. And then I brain dump a lot, you know, I brain dump, I do the to-do list. And instead of actually like what I do with my clients who are very new and don't even have any systems, I teach them a very basic system of brain dump. And then we have a specially formatted to-do list and go through that process, which I really enjoy with them because it's the beginning stages. And then when they come on to a more consistent relationship, then we go, okay, if you're going to um, contact you know, 10 follow-ups, where in your day will you do that? Mm-hmm. And so then the one system I think is really helpful for, that has been helpful for me is, you know, one hour protected income, income producing time, mm-hmm. you know, all hour, the things. Hour. Yes. So it's all <laughs> the things that people say, but when you do it, it's really helpful. And then that yeah. brain dump, mm-hmm. oh my word, that brain dump, when you like get that all out, because um, you've really got to take stuff off your plate. And that's the hard, that's kind of where I help people is okay if you really want to do this well do you really need to be doing this like what's more important right exactly well and that's one of the things that we talk about in some of the business groups that i'm in like you you have to ask yourself if you take on something new or um or or, you know decide to do something else is it going to further your goals for whatever or is it just deterring you is it just taking you farther away and you know even that sounds so simplistic but it's something I really have to ask myself almost every time I sit down to do something and that's helped me like I like uh I got something the other day about uh being an affiliate for something and you know I clicked on the link and I was like oh yeah that sounds good and I'm filling out the application and I'm like hold on is this really furthering my business to add, you know, an affiliate link for cute shoes on my website? No, it's not because that's not my target. You know, that's not my pitch. I'm not, I'm not selling cute shoes. I don't do fashion. What are you thinking? So I deleted the email and went on, you know, so it's like. And a lot of the gals I work with, um, I attract people like me who are people pleaser, like natural people pleasers. Like I'm a recovering people pleaser. Yeah. And so the word no, it, it takes a little bit to get used to. Yes. And so we practice that. And then the one book, like if, to point to one in a direction, I loved Darren Hardy's The Compound Effect. Um, it was already how I built my business. And then I read it and I was like, oh, great. That, <laughs> I'm doing and, it right. <laughs> and it's just beautiful how he says you pick one step and one thing you're going to focus on for 30 days. And if you can do it for 90 days, just like fitness, but it's in anything. It's in being loving to your husband it's in affirming your children it's being really good at your job great customer service like so I work with clients on pick the one area that you think in right now that you want to improve and every day let's do something even if it's just 
you're connecting with one person. And right. so I love the compound effect because it just, you know, reaffirmed all that. That's awesome. And, so we never really talked about like how you wound up uh, deciding to launch your own business and in this particular niche, how did that come about? It's kind of crazy. Um, I, so when I came back from Afghanistan, I was just a hot mess. I deployed with the army and it was just, uh, and <laughs> so I came back and I was like, all right, life. It was very just like, okay, I don't know what to do next. And so I ended up, um, children. I was like, oh, children are amazing. <laughs> I, I ended up children. <laughs> so I ended up transitioning out of the military and then went back to school for early childhood and I loved it. I ended up being, um, in children's ministry for a couple of years. And then last year our campus closed and I went, well, okay, great. Now what? And cause I have three little ones and I was like, what do I do now? Yeah. And, um, I heard about, I actually got into the direct sales world cause, um, they're like, Oh, ministry and sales. I was like, Oh, sales cannot be nasty. <laughs> and very quickly, I just fell in love with the entrepreneurial world. I fell in love with the women. I have always just been a leader, so it made sense. And so there's been a lot of mindset mindset change. But everything I did in the military and the training and then all the jobs I had afterwards in leadership is here's a problem. Here are your limiting factors. Yeah. But here's the end result you must get. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, that's what people are struggling with. Implementation. I can do that. And I just love it. So, um, okay. So what, how, blah, how long did it take you then from the time you decided that that's what you wanted to do until you felt like you were off and running? I think off and running is in the last month or two, to be honest, because yeah. April is when I launched my course and I knew I loved organization and I knew like if I got on a call with someone, I could make magic happen, yeah. but I couldn't really explain how that I couldn't articulate it to someone. They'd be like, what right. are you doing? I'm like, well, blah, blah, blah. right. And it's been the last month or two where I've had a lot of mindset shifts where, oh no, I do bring value. It does free up their space. And here's exactly why, rather than I'm a really good scheduler. So does that mean I should be a VA? <laughs> there are those questions too. Cause some people are like, well, maybe you're not meant, like, not me, but listening to podcasts and stuff and books and experts, they say not everyone's meant to be an entrepreneur, maybe you're meant, to, you know, they're really good team members. Yeah. Like, Oh, I'm very good at that. You know, being in the military, you learn, um, how to be part of a team and, and so how to work through that. Yeah. So, um, it's interesting because I hear that a lot, like the mind, especially with females and with mothers, I don't know what it is that we get in this zone where we feel like, we can't be the boss, which is really funny because we are <laughs> boss every day. Like, <laughs> well, so, so friends, you know, I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. So um, speaking of your course, can you just tell us a little bit about it for all oh, the sure. implementation uh, leaders? <laughs> yes. So in Successful You, I take you through a 10-day process and it's self-paced at this point. Um, we'll run a live version later, but it's self-paced, so you can, it's an independent study, you can do it anytime, and then I'm available through comments and those kind of things, and just taking a step to relook at your life, like it goes through the basics. I think you can't move forward in your business if you don't have a clean house. Right. Are your files clean? Is your inventory taken care of? Um, do you even know how to, to time manage to get any of that done? Because I right. get it, we're so busy. 
So really taking it back to the basics. And so I work with a lot of women who are trying to make that leap to the online space and make it efficient and make sure they're moving forward every day, even if it's a little step. And so we walk through, you know, um, systems, brain dumps, to-do lists. And then even in my community, I share with them how um, I apply this so I don't freak out. For example, we traveled for two months with three little ones, but I kept moving my business forward. And then I decided, oh, I'm going to write a book. And so then I did. And then, and, and I am, and I like show, did behind the scenes. So this is what that looks like when you decide to do that. And right. here's how a brain dump and a to-do list and putting it in your schedule and learning how to say no. And here's how you still show up on social media. Oh, and with your family. Right, right, right. So and how old are your kids? I'm curious. Uh, four, three, almost three and one. Oh my good gracious. You do have really young ones. <laughs> oh, wow. Boys or girls? Uh, two girls and then a boy. Cool. I have one boy and then two girls. Love it. Yep, and they're nine, six, and four. So I had them in that age range, like you did, close together as well, because um, they're almost nine, seven, and five. So they will uh, all two years apart. <laughs> yeah, ours are um, eighteen months stair steps. So exact same thing. Mm-hmm. The same yeah. one. Wow, and it's it's a lot. I don't think people really appreciate it until you there how much it is to um. Now, they're so young, are are they in preschool or anything to give you a break? Or you said you hired childcare? Yes, I homeschool Uh our oldest. And so, which is funny, I love my job. I love working. So this is just ironic. It's funny that we're called to that. Um, uh, But yes, there's this local gal. She's in college and she's got the best rates. And she finally had some space open up. And I said, please. So she comes once once a week. Awesome. That's good. It, it helps a lot to have a day or so of uninterrupted work time. And does. Yeah. And, but it's funny, you get so greedy with your time. Like this year was uh, the first year that all three of my kids are in school from, um, the little one goes to extended care in preschool, so I can pick her up at 2.30. So they're gone from, I get home from drop off at 8.30 and then leave about 2, 2.15, right? So I was thinking, oh my gosh, that's so much time. I'll be able to get it all done. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I need more time. I need more time. <laughs> no, so I have a part-time nanny in the afternoon to watch the kids so that I can keep working through normal business hours. But yeah, it's tough, it's, uh, but fun. I know. It's such a juggle. It is. Speaking of which, I was going to ask you, um, what are the, the most difficult parts of, of your daily juggle? My, like being really vulnerable is, I love working. Like I love working with my Me clients. Too. <laughs> Me too. I hear you. And so I struggle with keeping my boundaries there. And I would rather work with a client than discipline my two-year-old. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so I str- that is my, my biggest struggle, which I know is probably not helpful. So the other one would be um, just making sure I'm not on my phone, you know, putting it down. Yeah. And then when the kids are awake, we play. And that's when we get like housework done. Yeah. I bring them along in that and they get a help, which is also frustrating because I'm so much faster. Um, yes. 
So again, <laughs> I just want to interject there. It's funny. You see all these things about your 18 month old is big enough to do chores. And it's like, yes, if you're willing to go through the experience of having your 18 month old do chores, <laughs> but no, it's true. Teach them young. And then like my kids now they're able to, you know, truly do things to help me out. Like they clean their own bathroom and vacuum. Ooh do their own rooms and sort laundry and you know so yeah teach them young it makes such a difference that sounds amazing <laughs> you'll get there you'll get there <laughs> but I know a lot of my gals they struggle with uh they have full-time jobs or you know they're, they're staying home and they're they just wonder when do I actually get it done they're like I see you and I'm like well you have to and so it's keeping those boundaries, I think is the most helpful thing for people is um, identifying the time and then sticking to it at least 75% of the time. Let's be real. Right. Some days you got to sleep in. Um, exactly. And then days just go wonky. But if you, I think if you can, I'm able to stick to it 75 to 80% of the time and move forward. Mm -hmm. So definitely grace. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, we talked about um, resources for implementation, but do you have any particular tools or resources other than the um, babysitter and your um, phone alarm that kind of help you get through life every day as a mom, as a working mom? The communities, to mm -hmm. be honest. Um, I love like Boss Mom, you know, the community that's where I found you and they're amazing. They're so real about. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I appreciate that. And then I get filled up with a God centered mom podcast. Uh -huh. I listen to that one cause she just is really uplifting and I don't have time to read. Like there's just right. like, whatever. Right. <laughs> and so it's nice just to hear encouraging words once a week, but just in, in that particular area of my life and then being around other entrepreneur moms Mm -hmm. it's huge like I would not I would have given up yeah one yeah if I wasn't in community so I think that is that's a big deal I agree you know finding Dana and her community was probably one of the best things that happened to me because I found other and that led me to other similar type moms working moms communities but you know it's it's hard especially like I don't I don't have any local friends that are entrepreneurs so they're either stay-at-home moms or they work full-time. You know, there's nobody who does the work. A couple of them work from home, but it's a little bit different. They're working for established companies and they just happen to be able to work from home, you know? So mm -hmm. there's no one who really understands, you know, and when they call and say, hey, do you want to go grab lunch? And I'm like, I can't, I have client calls and this and that and this and that. It's like, they don't really understand that whole stress of it all and all that but yeah so it's really good to find a community where people get that and they also get the the thing we have going on here where we're like I love to work oh children oh children <laughs> exactly exactly and I and I didn't even know that existed I thought that I honestly thought that I was going to put Trish on hold until my kids went to were like five or six right biggest. and apparently you don't have to so yeah the community has been the biggest. Yeah, and I think as soon as you let go of that guilt, it's easier to just be matter of fact about it. I'm working and then I'm mom, you know, and that's just the way it, that's just the way it is, right? Um, so uh, how with 
four, three, and one-year-old, how do you find time for yourself and what do you like to do to make sure you get a little bit of time to spoil yourself? Well, probably not going to love this answer because I don't. I I love to work and it sounds... (laughs) I was thinking about that question and I'm like, mm, what, what have I done lately for myself? And I just love working. Like I love my clients. I love spending time with them. Well, maybe that is your self-care then because it's a break from the things in life that you <laughs> don't want to do, you know? So it's a break from the dishes and the laundry and the disciplining, my favorite. But you do need to take a little bit of time to go like get your nails done or something. Exactly. <laughs> I, well, and when you said it, I, it reminded me that, oh yeah. I do need to just do something. I like to, uh, I did pick up coloring, the pencils, uh-huh. and the pictures, the really big ones, not the yes, really like, yes. tiny details. Yep. I love that. And then I love crocheting. I'm okay. obsessed. So I realized, oh, it's winter time. Let's get back into that. And yeah, so- that's good. <laughs> Make a little blankie for yourself. And where do you live? You told me Peoria, Illinois. That's right. So yes, you need to be crocheting. See, here in uh, Columbia, South Carolina, it just finally got cool enough last night that the heater kicked on. But it's been like in the 80s and we're just like (laughs) melting. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah, the weather here has been weird. It's been what? Oh, sorry. The weather here has been weird. Oh, is it? Yeah, you're wearing a sweater, so it must be at least a little chilly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it has been a lot of fun talking with you and finding all of our strange similarities and (laughs) all that good stuff. Um, I want to make sure that everybody knows how to find you. Okay. Um, The best place to find me is ourmodernvillage.com. It's a Facebook group I run for just women who want to lift each other up in life. And we're all tied to business in some way. Um, if you're in too many Facebook groups, you can still hang out with me over at, uh, facebook.com forward slash one step with Trish. And then if you are really interested in like, I have a free challenge that I do for people three days, um, called take back your days. And we just, I touch on different things that are offered in my course, um, and how I work with clients. You can find that at trishrussell.net. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Alexa. Thanks for listening to episode 55 of the Lose the Cape podcast. If you enjoyed our show and would love to hop over and follow us on Stitcher or iTunes, we would love that. We would especially love some reviews because that helps us be seen by more people and bring more people to our little party. Um, Also, if you'd like any of the resources or information, you can find all of the show notes at losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 55. Have a great day.